Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and on Cosmic Conversations today, I have the lovely Laura Eisenhower as my guest. Thank you for being on here, Laura. So great to be here. Thanks for having me, Sarah. So we're going to talk about today some of the subjects of, you know, what's happening in our government, what's happening with the different ET arconic treaties that have been playing out on this country for a long, long time. And we're going to go in depth about all of this because my grandfather was close to President Reagan. And of course, Laura, she, her grandfather was great grandfather. Yes. So we have a lot of knowledge on this and experience. So hopefully this will help out the audience to understand what's happening. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so I guess we can just like start out talking about, you know, how did you wake up to what was happening with your family, with all of this stuff? Well, it's just been a long and drawn out thing starting from childhood because I couldn't help but ask the question, how did I end up in this family? I've always been the black sheep, but I really felt a strong connection to the spirit of Eisenhower, who in a way, you know, really acted as a spirit guide, helping to prepare me for these times, um, encouraging me to dig real deep into uh, a lot of information that's been held in secrecy that you are very aware of with uh, your background as well. And just really feeling like, okay, I must have come into this family to uh, shed light on the things that have been kept from us and gain a great understanding of the different dark technologies and different tactics that are being used in order to rewrite history and cover up um, how long this infiltration has been going on. And this is how we're limited also in the school systems. We don't learn about our galactic history. We don't learn about so much. And it's kind of the same way when it comes to looking in the past um, and things that really took place that we don't hear about in our history books connected to what happened after the Second World War and the different projects that came into the United States, even though the infiltration had already begun. But things like uh, Project Paperclip, Project Mockingbird, and this war on consciousness that we're seeing right now with all the different psyops and false flags being used in order to manipulate the minds of humans so that we lose kind of direction and we're very much enabling the things we don't want to see because our creative channels are infected by the propaganda and the slow indoctrination grooming programs that have been in the school systems and in the medical industry and like we are talking about this massive infiltration of all the power structures and so um yeah i just uh over the course of time just uh noticed things like i, I was standing in the checkout line at nine years old and I saw a weekly world news article, which is considered like an onion kind of paper, like joke uh, news, but, but it said Eisenhower, something about Eisenhower and extraterrestrials. And I was like, wait a second, there's something about this that I need to explore. And it wasn't until uh, the Mars recruitment and really understanding uh, these different groups connected to MJ-12 and some of the things going on behind the scenes that I was really able to put my finger on a lot of the activities going on in the shadow government on levels I wasn't able to before. And then it led to meeting people uh, and gaining greater clarity about what Eisenhower was up against and how part of the rewritten history um, has a lot to do with placing the blame on him when it's a much bigger picture than we can imagine. And so I've just been kind of connecting dots, but uh, it started really young and I wasn't ever really in my body. I was doing a lot of soul work and really trying to understand the programmings, which I very much saw through. So I was very rebellious at a young age. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to listen to anybody or anything. But of course, that comes with a lot of stigmas and projections. And uh, so I'm kind of used to being called crazy or you know, have learning disabilities. And, and, and it doesn't stop me. I'm like, you know, no, nothing's going to stop me. Even if I can't talk about it, this mission is so much bigger than uh, anybody even knowing. But now that I'm a public person, 
it's very interesting. And so I'll kind of leave it at that, but it's been a lifelong thing to uh, understand. And I try and stay flexible and, and, and not have fixed beliefs, but I love being a part of the larger conversation with people so that we can lay out everything that we know, put it out on the table and see um, where we can find the common thread that helps us to resurrect truth in the world. I completely agree. And, you know, I also feel like with our families being in these circles, that there was a lot more targeting by certain entities like archons um, to us, because I know in my experience, you know, to give a bit of background on me, my grandfather was close friends with President Reagan, and he adopted my mother from France. And he brought her to the Edwards Air Force Base, where, of course, there's, there was the Roswell bodies. And, um, you know, I didn't know this. I found out, you know, later on when I was talking to my mother about stuff and I was having all these experiences with ETs and they said, oh, hey, you have ET DNA in you. And it was, I was speaking to various ETs and various, various beings. And I was like, okay, where did this come from? And they said, oh, it's the government. It's running a project where they are creating hybrids and they are doing all this different stuff. And you, your mom was injected with this when she was young on this base and you were born and you were born a hybrid, your body's a hybrid. So that's how I started to wake up to this. And I'd ask my mom, you know, different stuff. And she'd tell me, she'd be like, oh yeah, you know, one time they just, they, they put her, you know, in these restraints and they injected her with all this stuff. And she would tell me all these different stories. And I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. This like, is what, what the ETs are telling me that I'm a hybrid. And I feel like with me having those abilities, and I know probably with you too, that we get a lot of entities, especially with our families being in these circles. I feel like anyone who is in the celebrity circle, anybody who is in the you know circle of, of presidents, even the family, we get really badly attacked when we wake up to the truth and we start speaking that truth they want to keep that covered up, you know? So we get more attacked than a normal person by these archonic demonic forces that are ruling this world right now. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's been so <laughs> exhausting and it's so kind of hidden. Um, it was really hard when I noticed the like weaponry on me and there was mm -hmm. no conversation. There was no project Camelot yet. There was no real voice for this kind of thing. And eventually, uh, it all started to come out and um, and I went to a clairvoyant institute and they helped me to realize um, what was happening. So it was very validating and confirming because there was definitely a force on me, lots of attacks, lots of plants that were put on my path. And a lot of people that I wouldn't say were weak, but weren't strong enough in themselves to handle how they mm -hmm. were targeted to kind of target me. Um, and, uh, and, and having to work a lot of energy with people that would like literally be taken over by entities and like attack me out of the blue that a lot of it channeled through <laughs> close partners and people that otherwise wouldn't have felt that <clears throat> attention on them unless they were with me. And I don't want to say it's cause like it, it, not, you know, about anything about being special or anything, but it, exactly what you said, being willing to be a voice and being willing to share yeah. they'll, they'll do anything uh, to get at us. And those were some of the tactics more than anything is um, how, uh, it impacted uh, the partners I was with or the people they set me up with purposely that were already um, dealing with uh, abductions and um, just uh, the, the trauma-based mind control to the point where it was some of their altars that they would set up. And I would notice this, uh, my, the partner that tried to get me to go to Mars, 
um, he would get phone calls and disappear for days and not remember. And he mm -hmm. you know, referred to a handler. And then I started to learn a lot about that and um, how they tried to get me to go to Mars in a very sort of, oh, it's for your protection, kind of like manipulating me into thinking it was a good idea, but I just refused. Um, even though that's a hard decision to make when it seems well-intentioned, uh, I learned a lot about, you know, the compartmentalism and how they use a lot of well-intentioned people to convince maybe people like us that something's a good idea, which actually isn't, which breaks our ability to be sovereign and co-create this awesome timeline that is uh, connected to organic ascension. But we're being so bombarded and, and the whole human race is being so attacked. I mean, what, what are your feelings about everything that we're up against in the world, if you don't mind me asking you a question. You know, I, I feel the reason too that we're attacked so much is because we've chosen to be those voices, like you said, and this, these forces, you know, we, we have power, we're, we're God. And, and once we realize that, once we realize that this physical body is simply divine technology to hold our soul, which is God's source, and the two become one and you realize you're God, you're, you're this eternal spirit that's having this, this human experience. Once you realize this, then you're infinite. Your abilities are infinite. Your power is infinite. So what they have to do is they have to suppress those of us who are speaking out. They have to try to attack us. They try, they try to make us depressed and sad and just close us in you know, so that we don't, we're not feeling good because they don't, they want to break us. So we don't be those voices. And the thing is, is once we, you know, once we go ahead and step into our power, I feel that the thing is we're going to overcome everything. All of us have the power in the end, me, you, everyone, the whole world has the power. The people have the power. They have the power of God within them once they, you know, access that. And in my experience, I think one of the biggest psyops is to keep people disempowered so that they think that they're broken. They think that there's no help. They think that they're lost. They think that, you know, they're not loved. That's when the biggest psyops happening on the planet right now. And I feel that the news pushes that I feel that, you know, um, religion pushes that I feel that society pushes that to tell people you're broken and keep them from that divine knowledge that they're God and they at any instant can rise into that power and say to these forces that are doing this, those very forces that have tried to keep us in the shadows and tried to silence us because they don't want to be known because what better, you know, it's like a cloaked predator that nobody sees us here, but it's here. That's the thing. And we're seeing it and we understand how it works and functions. And so they want to stay hidden in the shadows and they don't want us to actually step into that God power and kick them off of our planet because we, we, we're going to do that. We're literally going to do that. in the oh, That's so beautifully put. And I absolutely agree. And once a person realizes that <clears throat> it, 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 you're, you're working uh, in a whole other kind of frequency and it opens up the power of miracles and magic and synchronicities that really guide us, especially when we answer to our inner calling and we're not just uh, serving the matrix or working underneath it or feeling limited by it. And I really noticed that, especially growing up, that um, when we do get sad or angry, how it's considered such a problem to the point where um, the solution is to go to a psychiatrist and go on a pharmaceutical instead of process through it and understand the messages that are coming from maybe the sadness. And the more we understand the messages that it has to bring, we can answer to that greater soul longing that might be making us sad to the point where uh, um, we can be more sort of shielded and protected from the forces that are bringing us down that want to break us, like you said. So if we kind of remove the something's wrong with me, 
um, from some of these processes and not hand it over to the medical industry to solve it for us, I feel like we're able to really, really transform and get to the other side of these emotions that we don't want to repress or deny or project on ourselves that something's wrong. But again, like you said, if we don't address it and in the way that they don't want us to address by either covering it up with a pharmaceutical or um, just feeling mm -hmm. broken and not, like you don't want to get out of bed or like be, the inspiration is gone, that it has to be a temporary state that we nip in the bud as quickly as possible. Yes. And that's why I love what you do because you're holding like this healing space for people to be transparent and to really acknowledge um, what's bringing them down to the point where you really help to activate them to switch on what the other flip side to things like depression and anger are, um, which help us to, uh, you know, function with uh, more conscious awareness instead of uh, being on the constant moody swinging roller coaster um, that makes mm -hmm. it hard to, uh, you know, want to continue. I know. And that's the thing. It's like they're bombarding us with pharmaceuticals, toxins, um, negative news all the time. And, you know, they're also putting all these laws on us because they know that our emotions are a frequency. And if they can keep us in lower emotions, they can keep us out of our power because, you know, when we're happy, when we're healthy, when we're actually healed, when we're in our power, they can't control us. So this is the thing they're doing all of these things. And the way I look at it, the more that they bombard us with these things, the more that I do more self-care, the more I meditate, the more, you know, I take my superfoods, the more I drink my green juices. So I counteract it on a frequency level by doing these things. And I think that it's time for everyone to do them. You know, shifts come in small, subtle frequencies. That means every time we choose to go and sun gaze or we choose to sit and meditate, all those frequencies together will raise us back up into what I call the heavenly realms because I believe a lot of people are tied to the underworld right now. And to go back to the whole subject we were talking about, about contracts, you know, earlier before we started this podcast, with contracts, I feel a lot of people have unknowingly they don't, they're not aware of their thoughts or in their lives that they have energetic contracts with the arconic, also negative ET beings, um, entities that run this world of where they're being fed off of and their souls are going to the underworld where they're being drained of their soul energy. And I feel a lot of people around the world have these contracts and they're not aware of this. And so people need to wake up to that because you know, being in the underworld, there's a lot of telltale signs that you're in the underworld. That's depression, that's sadness, that's lack of motivation, lack of inspiration, feeling down all the time, feeling negative all the time, you know, being sick, being unhealthy, not being able to get out of bed, being an addict. There's a lot of telltale signs that, hey, your energy is not in the higher realms, in the higher frequencies. It's tied into the underworld. Absolutely. Totally. And that's why it's so important in the face of these archonic forces or any kind of dark weaponry um, that can throw us off or anything that uh, ends up becoming a major conflict between loved ones or differences of opinion or those kind of frustrations that regardless of what it is, anything coming through the news, even if it's alternative news that might be uh, yeah, expressing yeah. a lot of doom and gloom um, and putting a person in just as much of a challenge vibration as looking at the manipulated mainstream news. I mean, there's a very fine line, and um, but people are doing a great job that are reporting on things that we don't hear about in the mainstream. But it's so important, like you said, in the face of that, to grab something that's healing instead of something that uh, makes a person like want to escape or some sort of addiction crutch or vice is very important in those moments, like you said, 
to grab the green juice. And I have like a whole wall of supplements and herbs. And I'm constantly for every like little thing that comes up, it's like, you know, just grabbing it. Like I have my ashwagandha right here. And, and I, and I've got like more green foods and, and all my water has trace minerals. And, and, uh, and it's hard because, you know, my default used to be, you know, drinking and, uh, you know, when I dealt with stress in the past and, um, and I'm, I'm just so glad to kind of be over that hump where when I feel stress or overwhelmed that um, I'm doing similar to you uh, and uh, doing something that represents self-care and looking at the weapons as a tool for growth instead of yes. feeling yes. that energy of being a victim to mm -hmm. it or being angry yep. at it. I'm like, thank you for reminding me. I can turn you into a tool for growth and then you're no longer a weapon like chemtrails, exactly. right? If we all just became self-empowered and we all took care of our own health instead of relying on big pharma and, you know, on the conventional system that just rapes us of our soul energy, rapes us of our lives in a way because people aren't really living. They're alive, but they're not really living. They're walking around zombies, literally. So if we just start taking self-responsibility, we alone can shift the planet. You know, we don't necessarily need to go and vote because all of those leaders that are suppressing us there there's going to be no place for them in the future uh, in new earth because new earth will be about compassion and love about everyone taking responsibility for their bodies for their energy for their you know interactions with others so this is something i see happening in the future but you know to go to the whole drinking thing i have so much compassion on that because like just seeing you know you you knew max and i um max spares my um my love who passed away, just seeing him, it was so hard on him. He was, I could see he was getting energetically attacked all the time and he would, you know, go and drink because of that. And it's really, I, I think it's a big thing for impasse because they get so overwhelmed with attacks and with a lot of energy being thrown their way. Because like, I woke up this morning and I could feel Ukraine. I, I literally woke up and I was like, oh, I can feel, you know, all that pain happen in there. I can feel that suffering. But I think it's really important to train ourselves instead of, you know, running to go and kind of just take something that might harm our, us more and harm our energy fields more to go ahead and start doing like superfoods and exercise and yoga and doing all those good things to empower ourselves. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been an interesting journey and like, you know, catching myself, you know, cause sometimes one can talk themselves into, Oh, you know, I have a strong enough mind. I, I'll only have one drink or one glass of wine, but I, I'm not really equipped to be able to do that. Um, because you start to feel a little bit better and, and, and not so overwhelmed with the attacks and all this kind of stuff. But again, it, it doesn't serve one in the long run. And um, I'm definitely doing a lot more, you know, healthy things. And it was easier too, when I was working outside a lot and I was more in nature, you know, I think uh, just being behind the computer all the time, I have to kind of balance it out with making sure that I, I get plenty of exercise, but I do agree. It's the biggest psyops to uh, keep us down to try and break our spirit. And in the face of these sort of attacks, this is how we become the override frequency and, and become senior to these lower entities to the point where they can't poke any more holes. And we kind of have to go through it till we figure out how to uh, maintain the upper hand by not allowing, like you said, it to you know, drop our vibration. And if it does, that we get out of it as quickly as possible by um, self-love and self-care. And, and like you said, you know, we're going to be building communities uh, from the ground up people who are transitioning out of careers that are uh, threatening their livelihood if they don't comply to outer authority. Um, I'm really looking to help people transition and uh, help them to uh, be able to still utilize those skills and abilities without um, just, uh, yeah, those threats, uh, you know, no paycheck and no, no job. I've been working with a lot of clients that refuse to comply and, 
now they can't pay the bills and they're pretty much homeless. I'm trying to create a retreat center so people have a place to sort of breathe for a week or two um, to get to the next place so that they're not in total survival and panic. And I really would like to raise funds to help people pay those bills that they just can't pay because they're in a temporary uh, compromise situation. Like, like I really want to do that. It's a great vision. I haven't gotten very far in it, but I'm putting it out there to the universe anyway. Yes, and I'm, you know, I'm here to support you. I made like $4 million in the last five plus years. So it's like, now I'm going that way too. I've, I've just been thinking about this. I'm like, I have a beautiful, you know, million dollar home here, but I'm like, okay, I need to make a huge house on the plot of land where people can come and stay and people can farm. And, you know, so that helps out a lot more people because I'm always trying to help out people because of this, like that, you know, they refused to, uh, to vaccinate, well, to give the jab to their children. They refused to go ahead and you know, do all this stuff in society and now they don't have a paycheck and they're suffering and struggling. So I'm like, okay, those like me who are blessed, what can I do to actually help them out? Because I see this mass awakening that's happening more and more. And we have a lot of people like here in Sedona, we have so many people who come from California, who come from everywhere around the United States and they have no place to live. They're in tents. You know, they're really awakened. Luckily, the system here, everyone helps each other out. I have a friend um, who does a um, community garden in. So they go around, they do gardens and they make food for the homeless. So that's very beautiful. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking into this too. So that's beautiful. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's awesome. Um, that's why I really want, you know, to be more abundant. I, I was doing good for a while, but the censorship really um, has cut off my income. So I'm kind of like not in such a good place, but uh, yeah, I mean, once I generate enough resources, definitely um, I'm, I'm, I'm similar in, you know, and, it, and it's important that people like us are abundant because we are in service to others. Um, yes. And uh, it's very different than what we see in the world of celebrity. It's like, how many vehicles does a person freaking need? <laughs> um, and, uh, and uh, but you know, it's important that we're able to, you know, also, um, utilize that abundance to take really good care of ourselves and and be in such a sacred environment and beautiful surroundings so so that's really awesome and i just see a lot of people uh you know like we said really you know struggling because they don't want to comply but if we focus on community and what we can build those same doctors nurses and teachers um can can still have that position outside of the matrix but more on a community yeah. level where uh mm -hmm. We, we support one another and we come up with our own form of, you know, currency and abundance working with the earth and growing food to the point where we just starve the system and starve the beast because, you know, people are a lot more dependent than they want to be, you know, mm -hmm. even if they're awakened, there's still that dependency. And so it's important that um, the resources are strong enough to be able to help people break that connection. It's sort of like getting out of a narcissistic abusive relationship when you like own property <laughs> together or, or created a business together, or have children together. It's not so easy to just get a divorce and be done with it. There's going to be a lot of things to uncoil for people to really um, regain that empowerment and sovereignty. And I absolutely want to help with that in these times for sure. And I hope that all falls together. <laughs> I, I will pray that it does. And I'll, you know, I'm here, like I said, and I'm willing to help out with it. You know, I wanted to go ahead and, and just jump a topic here because I really wanted to delve into this whole thing of the treaty we were talking about earlier, because I keep thinking about this. So you were talking to me about how you feel like 
this treaty that was done wasn't exactly what they're telling you with yeah. Eisenhower. Right, right. When I first started to research this, when you go on the internet, all you're really going to find, I mean, maybe not so much now, but back maybe 10, 12 years ago, all you're going to find is Eisenhower sold us out to the Grays. He signed a treaty with the mm -hmm. Grays. Yeah. And, and there, there's only so much that the internet's going to show. So meeting whistleblowers, meeting experiencers and contactees um, with more than one coming my way and telling me that this was done behind his back, having it confirmed by somebody who was in these projects and programs who heard it firsthand, um, had given a completely different story. And the communications coming in from Val Thor have validated it as well, that these things were done behind his back. There was an unconditional surrender agreement that happened in 1952 underneath Truman that made it impossible to not have to sort of comply. And because Eisenhower <laughs> refused to just go along with it um, in secrecy, he started to develop things to counteract it. Um, one thing called Ike's Force, uh, and, and then supposedly he helped create the White Hats and the Earth Alliance. And again, I have a pretty decent amount of documentation and evidence, but because I wasn't there, I can't exactly say 100% anything, but I'm bringing a, you know, enough information together for at least uh, people to have an open mind to it and understand that these things were going on since the 30s. And I know you know a yes. lot about it as well. And things happening during, you know, Hitler uh, and uh, Aleister Crowley and, and, and Winston Churchill having an agreement um, as well and, and Truman and, you know, and we hear from people like Phil Schneider and even Keylontic Science talks about in the early 1930s that this stuff was already happening. So I'll kind of leave it at that. Um, but, but I, you know, it's, it's part of how they target, right? And how they like to smear people. And um, as much as, to me, Eisenhower represents a lot more than just him as an individual. He represents the greater intention that star seeds like you and myself hold um, to want to counteract this. Uh, and it's like, we're a team. And um, I'm, I'm really inspired that like, he might've put that in place because it's very heavy um, to carry that, you know, family guilt, especially when it's not even true. Because every time I do a video, people are commenting, you know, you're evil or you're connected to evil. Your great grandfather sold us out and all the problems in the world are because of him. That's been really heavy, you know? And, and I've been like, okay, you know, like I didn't have all the answers. So I'm like, you know, there, there's gotta be a deeper reason than, than what we're hearing. Cause I know he just had a lot of love um, and he tried to defeat the Nazis. It's just, we didn't really win the second world war and we're dealing with massive technologies and all sorts of uh threats that it's something we don't fully understand but now that i have a greater picture i'm going to include it in my book and you know if anything it'll just you know be reassuring that these things are there even though we need to save ourselves but it's also you know going to be helpful to sort of lift that that burden off of this bloodline that doesn't really deserve it um and those that might have been caught up in it you know we're dealing with trauma-based mind control and a lot of these people aren't really in possession of themselves so it's not really about blaming the character and individual it's about understanding what's operating be behind the scenes that is able to create these pawns and puppets you know what i mean exactly and you know i think actually people should be thanking us because we um we really fought hard to get out of these systems you know we really fought hard to bring the truth out so people should be thanking us for that because it was no easy task for any of us so you know i think people see us now and they see hey you know we have this huge following or we're well known or we're blessed or you know all these different things 
it hasn't been easy to get here. It's been a long journey and we've worked hard at it. And even when we had the worst times in our lives, we still spoke the truth. We still were out there doing what we could to help out humanity. So, you know, I think people just should back down completely and, and leave you. Yes. Um, know. You know, I'm really sorry you're getting that because I've seen it happen. I've had it happen. I've been a scapegoat, so I understand how it happens. And then, you know, when I when I experienced that, I went back to the whole thing of Jesus. I had this vision of Jesus and Jesus was like, I was killed for bringing the truth. So, hey, this is why you're getting this. So it really helped me understand a lot. But, um, you know, with these treaties and contracts, you're right. I don't believe that they just go back to the whole Eisenhower thing because what I was told by the ETs, what I was told in visions, what I was told by other <laughs> beings um, was that when the actually when America was founded, we had the Freemasons that helped, you know, they, they founded America and in the Freemasons, there were two factions. So there was a faction that was working with angels and with higher beings and with divine energies. And then we had the faction that now controls, I believe the United States. And this faction was working with arconic demonic entities. This faction was ruthless and they were making treaties with entities, negative entities back when the United States was founded. And they eventually took over the good Freemasons and, you know, they just kept continuing to make more treaties throughout all these years with these negative beings. So I believe it goes way further back. This is just the, 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 the whole Eisenhower Treaty, I believe, is the tip of the iceberg. And I don't think that that's the original treaty from what I was told by these oh, yeah. different beings. Th that's not the treaty. They were telling me the treaty was actually about selling souls because souls are the highest commodity, energy is the highest commodity in the realms and in the universe. So it's it's the most, you might say expensive. Um, there's a lot of beings who have fallen from light and they need soul energy. So we were sold out at the beginning of the United States. That's where that, we need, everyone needs to go back to that treaty that was done. And when I asked about the Roswell Treaty, um, the whole Roswell thing, they were telling me the same thing. They said, you know, it doesn't go back just to hold the whole Roswell thing. This goes way, way further back. So in my experience, I agree. I, I, I feel like, yeah, you know, people need to stop blaming the Eisenhower Treaty because, and look much deeper and much further back. Oh, totally. And supposedly uh, the Griotta Treaty was signed behind his back. I do believe he was there for like a meeting, but it wasn't the actual signing um, at least that's what Val Thor has brought through to Elena, uh, and she has it, you know, written in the book. Um, and he was furious when he found out that this was done behind his back. They didn't give him any access to the information. He lost total control, and uh, he tried to invade Area 51. And yeah. there's more information coming out about him being a part of uh, initiating the Dulce Wars, or at least one of the wars. Um, and, uh, you know, this is not the kind of uh force or negative agenda that's really easy to defeat and it's going to come down to each of us as individuals to break the programming to break um the connection because ultimately the war on consciousness is one within and so i liked his warning in his final speech because uh and some of the messages coming through that you know don't expect this to come through the governments like you said there's no point in voting i never voted um and uh there's no point in counting on that it's gonna come down to a knowledgeable citizenry um, that we're gonna be willing to discover the truth and find the truth. And, um, you know, that, that's such an important, you know, thing to bring up because I think a lot of people are waiting for something external as we know, and that's 
what you and I have refused to do is just sit back. And it's taken a lot for us to be where we are today. And like you said, I was still traveling. I was still doing events um, at my worst, feeling, um, I wouldn't say defeated, but just like so over the constant you know, attack. And now seeing it on such a global scale, even though it's always been there, the slow sort of grooming and indoctrination that has made people prime candidates for buying into the pandemic and other things. Um, it's so surreal to see it on such a worldwide level when it was more concentrated to different groups, different projects and different individuals that um, had been targeted, but it's always been targeting the human race. And now it's something that is so in our face that it is helping to create a greater awakening, but at the same time, very surprising to see um, so many that have fallen for it and without the common sense to see the hypocrisy and the inconsistencies and the ridiculousness of what's being, you know, pushed mm -hmm. upon us. But, you know, people will come around, I hope. I mean, what do you think about just, uh, they are trying to create zombies. People talk about, you know, I mean, it's going to get worse, right? They're going to be more zombified and for others, they're going to be more awakened. I mean, it's crazy to see the divide. divide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see that, you know, it's really interesting because I can see people's auras and I can see their soul energy and a lot of people walking around out there are like zombies. When I look at their soul energy, it's like, it, it's, it's so mutated. And, um, so I believe there's a divide right now between the people that are awakened and then those who are spiritual, what I call spiritually dead in society. And I feel that divide is going to happen more and more. You're going to see, um, this just massive divide happening and eventually i feel that what's going to happen is those of us who are awakened those of us who are doing the work um we're going to have to counter off attacks by those who want to you know drain our life force drain our soul energy because they're depleted and we're going to have to start bringing in these healing modalities that we know that we've come to earth with as a gift from the divine who sent us to earth with this um these beautiful modalities we're going to have to start healing those who slowly wake up and are willing to heal because eventually you know i think all those people who are walking around and are zombies are going to get sick and tired of feeling really bad and horrible and eventually at some point they're all going to going to want to wake up and this is you know i'm i'm not religious in fact i think religion is full of a lot of insanity i do believe that some of the writings such as in the bible and certain books are stolen writings uh of uh, 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 prophecies and beautiful things from the, from the past, from Egypt, from Atlantis, from Lemuria. And so I feel that, you know, some stuff comes through still because God is trying to, God, this divine force is trying to talk to us, whether it's through TV or whether sometimes it's through the smile of a child or the, the, the goosebumps that we get. So God's always trying to reach out to us, to awaken us. And it says, you know, that in the end that people will be, you know, the dead shall rise. I don't believe that that means dead people coming out of the graves. That means the walk-in dead, the zombies <laughs> out there, they're going to wake up and understand that they're more than just this physical body, that they're God's source. And there's going to be that great awakening eventually. Oh, totally, totally. And, uh, you know, once that realization is there, it changes the way the body processes things like toxins and the dark weapons and all the things that have gotten into our system because if it was just enough to blast us with the dark weapons they wouldn't bother with the mm -hmm. social engineering and the psyops and the false flags and all the indoctrination we see in the school systems and in the medical industry they wouldn't bother with all that if the dark weapons were enough because they work in tandem in the same way that higher 
more advanced technologies work with um, our spirit and our consciousness and our, our capacity to be able to heal. It's not going to just do it for us. We have to um, also, uh, you know, be in the right state of mind. Um, and so I, I really do feel that uh, once a person's perspective and mind is functioning away from all those programs and is connected to the truth frequency and connected to source energy, um, what is able to come into the body and into the nervous system and into the cells, I feel is going to accelerate the detoxing process to the point where the capacity to create alchemy and transmute this stuff um, will be possible to the point where one can heal from what seems to be irreversible. I don't buy into that term, oh, you're, you're doomed or it's irreversible once you get it. I don't agree with that. Do you, you know? I completely agree with this. And also I think we're gonna to come to a point of where we understand that we used to live for thousands of years, you know, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of mythology that's actually real about this of people living for thousands of years. And the reason they live for thousands of years is because we were so connected. We could feel when that person's heart lost energy. So all the collective would channel energy to that person. And so we would keep recharging each other's organs and we would send each other beautiful things such as love, which is recharging compassion, which is recharging understanding. All those things hold a high frequency. So we were interacting that way. We weren't even interacting with words. We were interacting by sending emotions and telepathically and sending images. That's how we were interacting. So I feel we're going to get to that point. And that's what I call divine technology. That's encoded in us. Right now, we think that our cell phones are high technology or the, the latest technology. This is all primitive technology. You know, the, the, the AI systems, primitive technology can compared to the divine technology we have within ourselves so i think we're going to get to that point of yeah and there is even aging will be reversible there's nothing that's going to be too dare to heal everything is healable i do honestly believe that i'm with you on this oh totally totally yeah we are the most advanced technology and you know some people might rely a little bit on I, I kind of consider like our consciousness is what heals us. Everything is reminders and training wheels to kind of get us uh, in the flow of being able to just access it and just do it from, you know, sourcing our, our higher mind or whatever, you know, divine technology, like you said. Um, and that's so important and that we, we assist each other in rehabilitating. And, and that's what's so important about when it comes down to family and friends that are doing something that we might be worried about, that we don't lose the love frequency that we um, don't, like hold judgment or project on the people. Oh, you're just asleep or you're, you're just a sheeple and how stupid of you. It's like, I want them to feel empowered with the decision they make. I don't want them to feel it was a wrong choice. Um, I want yes. to support that um, as long as they believe that this was a healthy choice, it's a lot better than um, trying to encourage uh, the feeling of, you know, making a grave error because at the end of the day, these things might pose a challenge to people's health, um, but we're challenged just being in this world yes. being targeted and attacked is it's causing challenges but but we never want to lose the love you, we might have to have boundaries but um i never want to project a right and wrong decision but until a person makes a decision i'd like to be a resource and hopefully they can be open to the reasons to maybe think twice but once they made the decision um i just want you know them to feel like okay because eventually these divine technologies and what you just said is going to be so much more available that at the end of the day, we all have something wonderful to look forward to. And the only divide I'm seeing are the people that are more under the spell of the mind control versus how um, 
what, what these weapons can do because there's nothing more powerful than spirit. And once that sovereignty is, is available to a person, like you said, there's nothing we can't correct and heal. And I didn't mean to be redundant and kind of rambling about it, but. No, this is a message everyone needs to, you know, they need to get that message. It's so important right now because everyone's coming from fear and I don't judge them for that. I understand that they've been in this system, this false light matrix system for thousands of years. So they're, they're coming, they don't know better. They're coming from fear. They're making decisions on that, you know? So I don't judge them as a sheep or, or a stupid or whatever. I'm just like, oh, I have so much compassion. I'm like, you know what? I pray you wake up and I pray that in the end you become healthy and happy because a lot of these people who are falling into this system and going along with it is because they're so unhappy and they're so depressed and sad and fearful. And, you know, if they healed those things, they wouldn't fall into it. Totally. Totally. I, I, I feel the same way. I just, a lot of, you know, compassion and, oh, and it's tough. It's, 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 it's a tough one, but, um, I know it's tough. Sometimes I like want to yell it out too. Like, wake up everyone. Can you see what's happening here? Cause I feel like we see what's happening and people are so asleep to it. And sometimes it's really hard because, you know, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of what I call God patience. I have to go to God for patience because I'm like, God, people are suffering and they could be healed and happy and, and healthy. And it's hard to see them just put themselves through their own suffering. Oh, I know. I know. It's a really tough one. Yeah. It's, I, it, it's been tough to process what's going on in these times. And like you mentioned the word, you know, empathicness and just being empathic and like feeling everything. It's just, it's been really, really intense. It's been intense for pretty much everybody. Um, but uh, again, we want to leverage these challenges and upgrade in the face of adversity and um, always uh, respond to it from a higher vibration. Like you said, like, if you're trying to take me down, I'm going to do the opposite and I'm going to bring myself up. And um, yeah. And then it just nullifies its ability to have any power over you, like you said. And if enough of us do it, it really brings that energy into the collective consciousness and um, creates a big ripple effect. And I think that ripple effect is already in, in, in play. What do you think? Like, I think so too. I think that's why they're doing this whole thing with the, the war right now. I think that's why there's a lot more suppression going on is because they know there's the great awakening happening. So they have to bring in more fear and make people more paranoid and scare them and just suppress them more because they're like, Oh, people are waking up. We need to keep this from happening. So let's bring in all of our weapons to just try to suppress them. But that should, you know, for, for me, that just makes me rise up more against it. And I want everyone, I, and I'm sure you want your audience too. We just want our followers, those who, 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 who watch us and listen to us just, you know, to not fall into that and go do more self care, go bring up their frequency more because this is the solution to what's going on on this planet. And honestly, I know you, you have your whole thing you did with Mars, which was some beautiful work and divine work. And I remember living on Mars and it was destroyed by nuclear weapons in one day. I remember my family dying. I remember this and I don't want to see earth go through this of where we have to get to the point of nuclear wars. I don't want to see that happen. And I know that the only way to get out of this is by, you know, accessing and channeling and embodying our divine power totally absolutely and and that's yeah 
they're keeping us from it because they need us in, in, in a lot of ways, even though they want to reduce the population, they still need, you know, sort they of need our we're batteries for them is it, yeah we're we're batteries for these entities and our leaders are the chess pieces they're infected by this virus of dark entities you know so yeah they they don't want to they, they want to basically uh, how is it take take some of their quote herd out that's how they see it because they know the people if we rose up against them they would have no power left so they have to keep us in those fair states so that they can keep us controlled totally and all the false flags just even the concept of world wars i mean everything um that we've seen you know since the fall of atlantis really um yeah just one sort of false flag after another doesn't mean that there aren't casualties and victims to these false flags but you know 9-11 especially being a really strong one every time humanity is about to take a huge leap in consciousness or some kind of awakening that's totally when they rev up some of the most gnarly um traumatic events that are engineered with the problem reaction solution where the leaders act like they're here to fight the war on terror and they're here to save the day with you know what i mean where whereas they're the ones that you know, engineered the, the event to begin with. And then they come in to save the day and people are so, they don't realize it's it's coming from the same camp and that it owns both sides of war too. And it funds both sides of war just to keep us in a state of trauma and uh, disconnect. And um, the loss of the family unit, the loss of sacred union relationships, all that's been targeted um, is nuts. They target the solution um, and uh, and we're stronger than that. And, and they're not gonna get away with it. So, yeah, I think, you know, this morning when I asked it, it was like, hey, the people need to rise up against the, or the masses, we have the most power, they need to rise up against these, the, the, these elite leaders, and whether it's marching or whether it's like, making their voices heard. Um, it's really important right now. And you know, if they ask any of us to go to war, it's really important that nobody does that everyone's like, oh, uh, we're not fighting your wars for you. We're not fighting. Um, we're not taking these orders to go fight in a war where we're going to, we're going to kill innocent people. We're going to get killed. You know, that's you guys. Why don't you go guys go have it out because we don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, no kidding. I know. <laughs> and I love what you just said. I mean, we are the powers that be people when people call them the powers that be, it's really not true. We are um, the powers. That be. Yes. We are the powers that be and we're uh, steering the ship. Um, you know, anybody who's awakened is, is doing that. And we're, we're all doing it together, but they really don't have any power except for the power we give them because all the power that they have is based in theft and what they've stolen. They don't really have any power except what they've stolen. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, it's time for all of us awaken to rise up and join together and, you know, just really use our power to shift this. And I feel that this year with the 222 portal, it's going to be like major for this. It's going to be a major this year's where I feel that we have the ability really to shift this planet. And I just, I woke up this morning and I saw the protests going on against the war. And I was like, yes, people rise up. Thank you. We need to, we need to do this. And I feel that this year is going to be incredibly beautiful and amazing. Sure. There's going to be all of this stuff being thrown at us, but as we rise in our power, we're going to be like, Hey, none of these things matter. And then we're more powerful than them. So everything's going to be okay because you know, I, I'm very spiritual and I know you are too. I know that the divine is not going to let this planet 
you know, go into war where it's completely destroyed, that's not going to happen. And I, I feel this pressure is actually being put upon us. The divine is allowing it so that we can awaken more because people tend to get very lazy. You know, they, they don't won't rise up. They won't rise into their power unless they have that pressure. And, you know, just seeing all of the, the, the horrible things happen. I could see people, you know, they're like, we were going to rise up because of this. We don't want to see this happen into our family. We don't want to see this happen to people that we love. We don't want to see this happen into the innocent. So because of this, we're going to make our voice heard. We're going to rise up against this. And I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. Totally. Oh my goodness. It's incredible to see what's going on in Canada and Australia and just, just all these things all over the world. And it's sad to see the, you know, the abuse and the directed energy weapons and uh, the brutality of, of the police force. But I mean, in a lot of ways, um, I mean, it's a bit of a sacrifice for the sake of other people seeing, you know, we're not going to take it. We're not going to um, just sit back. Uh, we're going to, you know, rise up. And, and it's amazing to see them all lock arms and, uh, oh, it's just, it's, it's incredible <sighs> what we're seeing. You know, Canada's insane right now. It's like, wow, you know, I feel like we have a lot of dictators popping up. Nobody realized they were quite dictators until now. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were just kind wow. of silent. And then when the pressure came, they're like, oh, hey, you're a dictator. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, like D-I-C-K, sorry. <laughs> right? I was really shocked because I'm like, whoa, I didn't expect this one to be a dictator because they never made any noise until now. But hey, it's clear they're they're aligned to the dark forces. So that's another one we're going to have to go ahead and clear or bind or take care of because they're causing a lot of trauma. So yeah, I feel like the, the people's true selves are coming out. Even in the, the elite arenas, I feel like the shadows, you know, all these elite leaders who've hidden all their their shadows is coming out to this, the, 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 the light is coming into the light so that people can be like, whoa, that's, you know, here's the truth. And we've been listening to this and obeying this the whole time or we're not going to do it anymore. Totally. Totally. Well, thank you, my love, for being on my podcast. It's always a pleasure. So wonderful to see you. I've missed you so much. So thank you for having me. And I'd love to um, have you on my show next and I'll write you about that. Oh, thank you.